Okay, just to give you an introduction, my name is Hattie Lang. I'm head of sixth form here, so um, the students finish their GCSEs and then come through to the sixth form to complete their A-levels, and this is where we will do our university applications, and we give them careers guidance and so forth to help them achieve their academic goals. 那首先我们先给大家介绍一下我们今天的讲话人，我旁边这位哈蒂梁老师呢，他是我们的高中部主任。我们学生完成IGCSE这个考试之后呢，学生进入到A-level阶段的一个学习。那这个过程当中呢，
那么近期呢，我们也是有看到一篇文章，这个文章采访的是一个大学的升学官，他说自己每天是呃每天都要花呃每天每一个小时都要去阅读十五份学生的一个申请呃申请表，那也就意味着我们的学生申请这个大学的时候有四分钟的时间来让我们的升学官有一个深刻的印象。Right, so how do we do that? How do we make each student stand out from the page? Okay, they want to see students who have passion for the subject, and that is the most important thing. 那我们怎么让我们的学生在这个书面的个人陈述呀、个人档案当中让自己脱颖而出呢？首先，第一点也是最重要的一点，就是我们要在整个申请的过程当中，充分的展现出学生对于这个科目的热情。So these are the five things that they are looking for. First off, just looking at. The colours there, you might not be able to see quite clearly, but the top one says academic performance. Okay, that goes without saying. All of the universities want top students who are bright and are going to be able to study on the courses and give re- good research material too. 那这页当中，我们展示的是大学升学官在看学生申请的时候最为看重的五个方面。那可能这个颜色稍微有点淡啊，家长可能看不太清楚。我们一个一个来介绍一下。最上边浅蓝色的这一点是学术成绩，也就是说，每一个大学在招学生的时候，当然是希望能够招到最聪明、学术表现最好的学生，这一点是非常重要的。Okay, our next circle here is supercurricular activities. You might have heard of the phrase. Extracurricular activities in the next orange one down there, but supercurricular activities are something that I'll go into a little bit later. 那第二个，我们看到这个黄颜色的圆圈当中写的是课程活动。那这个呢，在我们在英语当中，它前边是有一个 super， 就是超级课程活动。那这个跟我们之前所了解到的课外课程的这个概念是有所不同的。稍后我们主任也会详细介绍到。Extracurricular activities. Another name for that is school activities. So all those things that we offer outside of our academics counts as extracurricular activities. It could be sports, it could be chess, it could be anything. But all of that adds into building a picture of what each student is like outside of their studies. 那第三个就是我们刚才说到的这个课程活动，课程活动包括的是学生在学校除了课业学习之外的其他的一些活动，像学校提供的体育类啊，或者呃棋牌类啊、象棋啊等等，这些都是算作孩子的课程活动，能够让孩子从其他的申请者当中呃凸显自己的特点。Okay. Personality, they want exciting, interesting young individuals. They want people who can think for themselves and do critical thinking as well. They do not just want robotic students who know how to say yes and no at the right times and places. 第四点就是学生的个性。呃，我们升学官在看学生的时候，他不希望看到一个千篇一律的面孔，所以我们学生的个性要明显的表达出来。我们呃，他们希望看到的学生是有自己的个性、有自己的创造力、有想象力的这样的学生。And the hardest one to quantify is the X factor—the thing that makes a student stand out well above their peers. As yes, I definitely want the student. That is the hardest quality to quantify in this presentation, but I'll try my best. 最后一点呢，就是我们所说的 X 因素，就是未知因素。那这一点呢，就是最能够让孩子在其他跟其他学生竞争的时候，让自己凸显出来的个性化的一个因素。Okay, academic performance. Um, each university has entry requirements for each course.、Um, so for us, we provide the A-level curriculum. So entry requirements for universities in the UK, in US, and Canada, and so forth, they'll give entry requirements of、um, three grades. 
呃，我们这一页当中看到的是学校对于学术表现这方面的一个要求。像我们学生学习的 A level 课程的话，在像美国、英国、加拿大等等这些国家的话，它都是以三门 A level 成绩作为一个入选标准的。Okay, when the students apply for university, they don't have their final grades yet, so teachers give them a predicted grade based on their homework, their classwork, their attitude, and their prior assessments. And so they give them these predicted grades. Those are submitted to the universities. And the universities look at that together with their personal statements and essays, and decide whether or not they want to give you an offer. 那当然，我们的学生在申请大学的时候，这个时间点的时候，学生其实最后的 A level 的成绩还没有出来。所以呢，在学生申请大学的时候，他会根据老师之前所提供的呃一个预估成绩来申请这个大学。那么预估成绩是根据孩子平常的作业完成情况、课堂表现、学习态度等等，由老师来给出的。那大学在看孩子的申请的时候，会结合老师给出的预估成绩以及孩子的呃个人陈述、个人档案来综综合去评估这个学学生要不要录取。So, for example, you can go onto each university's websites.、Um, these were all links, and if you press on them, you'll see. I just took the screenshots here. So, oh no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, nope.、Um, I think a different presentation. Some of the slides have gone. Sorry. If I go back, then nope, can't. Apologies. If you go onto a、um, university, any university's website, and type in the course, you can find a tab that's called Entry Requirements. And from there, you'll be able to see the student needs to get A, A, B in their three A levels, and that gives you an idea as to what your child should be aiming for、um, in their A levels. 那刚才我们上一页幻灯片当中给大家展示了几个呃高校的一个网站。那如果我们学生有一个意向的学校的话，就可以上这个学校的官网去搜索想要学习的专业课程。输进去之后呢，我们就可以看到这个学校在这个专业下对于学生的 A level 成绩有哪些要求。可能有些学校对于某一个专业，他要求你有三个 A 的成绩，其他学校可能有不同的一些要求。如果我们有一个呃相应的目标的话，就可以提前去了解一下孩子为了上这个专业需要达到怎样的 A level 成绩。Okay. On to our next one.、Um, supercurricular activities. What kinds of things counts as supercurricular? It means things that are related to your course. So, for example, one of my ex students、um, was a very, very keen physicist,、um, and so he wrote a blog for teenagers about his findings in his physics、uh, reports, and he actually submitted a paper to the University of Manchester. For them about his findings, I think it was to do with black holes. 那我们接下来给大家讲一下我们刚才提到的这个超级课程学活动，它具体指什么？那这个活动呢，跟我们之前一直提的这个课外活动是有一些不同的。它主要是指任何跟你想要学的专业相关的一些活动。呃，举例来说，我们老师之前有一个学生，他对物理学非常感兴趣，所以他自己也开了一个博客，上面专门针对青少年去呃介绍一下他在物理学当中学到的一些东西，所发现到的一些现象等等。有了这样一个博客之后呢，他在申请曼彻斯特大学物理系的时候。也是成功的成为一个加分项，让他成功的申请到了这个大学。Okay, so um things that show supercurricular interest are online lectures. 那么我们刚才提到这个超级课程活动呢，包括我们接下来展示的这几个举例，比如说第一个在线讲座。Um actually this screenshot is um a poster given to us by the British Council, um where lecturers in the UK are offering webinars to students abroad, um. 
so that they can get a real feel of what it's like to be in a lecture. And our next one that's available is the 10th of November, based on whether or not it is actually necessary for us to travel to work anymore, given how we've all managed to work during pandemic situations. 那我们展示的这一张海报呢，其实是之前的一个讲座的海报。呃，这个海报呢，可以给孩生，呃，给给孩子一个详细的呃信息。然后啊、呃，我们可以在这个时间点去参加这个讲座，了解更多的呃，像这个主题的话，就是疫情期间的招生，呃，大学招生是不是有影响这样的一个话题。那我们接下来展示的一个呃学校也是有其他的一些讲座，像十一月十号的时候，我们是有请到外边的一个嘉宾来给学生介绍相应的一些呃大学生活当中需要掌握的必备技巧等等。Okay. Look out in our uh, next week's uh, WeChat on the week ahead, and I'll put the QR code so that you can access that lecture. 那我们家长感兴趣的话，也可以查阅我们下个星期的这个每周快讯，上边我们会有一个呃二维码发给大家，扫描之后就能看到这个讲座的详情。Okay, so these are all things to show that. A student is super, super keen on their subject because, as we said, passion is the most important thing. So they can also do webinars. So there are online webinars. Lots of them are free,、um, supported through Unifrog, which is a resource that I've recently purchased for the school,、um, where students can get taster courses in courses such as law and medicine. 那我们刚才也提到，学生在申请大学的时候，最重要的一点就是要呈现出自己对于这个专业的热情。所以，为了让孩子们去探索这一方面的更多内容，我们学校也是新呃新进购置了一些在线的研讨会。我们学生可以呃，大多数其实是免费的。那我们有一些也有学校购置的一些资源，学生进去之后呢，可以参加这个活动，了解更多的一个呃相应的升学的内容。Law and medicine were just the examples. There, there are dozens and dozens of different careers、um, available on this resource. 那这个网络研讨会呢，除了我们大学生活之外呢，还对各个专业有具体的一些研讨，像医学呀、法呃法律啊等等这些都有。呃，孩子参加这些研讨会之后，就能对这个专业有一个更多的了解。Okay, other things are summer schools. So, if when we're allowed to travel again, there are plenty of summer school options. The one that I've just done a screenshot of is King's College in London. They offer fantastic summer schools in medicine and law and so forth. 那第三种呢，就是下校。呃，如果疫情允许的情况下呢，我们也会带着学生去参加很多的下校，来拓展自己的一个视野，成为自己呃超级课程的一部分。那我们图片当中展示的是英国伦敦国王学院，它每年也是给学生提供非常多的去在他们学校进行研修的这样一些机会。Uh, one of my previous students、um, did the law course at King's College, and she loved it because it made her feel like she was a university student. She got to live in London for two weeks. She got to do a mock trial and look at case studies, and that really cemented her reasoning for choosing to pursue law、um, at university. 那我们老师之前也是有一个学生对于这个大学的法律专业非常感兴趣，所以他就申请了这个学校的法呃学校的下校。那他去到那边之后呢，也感到非常开心，因为你到了这个大学之后，就会感觉自己就像一个大学生一样，跟他们一起上两个星期的课，然后更多的了解这个大学相应的一些情况。呃，所以之后呢，他也是有这样一个经历之后，顺利的申请到了自己心仪大学的法律专业。And universities are sensitive to the fact that travel is limited at the moment. So actually, there are also lots of、um, online summer schools available too. 那当然，我们知道现在受这个疫情影响的话，旅行是受到一些限制的。所以很多高校现在也在筹办，在进行线上的下校活动。
Okay, and online courses, these are called MOOCs, M-O-O-C. They stands for Massive Open Online Courses, and they're free. Um, they range from maybe four to six hours to about 20 weeks worth of studying. But what it means is that a student who might want to study forensic science at university can actually find a course that they can access as a high school student and really find out more about that course and whether or not they really want to pursue it. 那最后一个呢是这个在线的课程 Again, MOOCs are available via Unifrog, um, the online resource that I spoke about earlier. And if you want to find out more, I will be running a parent workshop on Unifrogs in a few weeks' time. 那我们刚才提到的这个MOC平台呢，在我们的Unifrog这个系统当边，呃，系统上边可以找到。呃，这个也是我们学校的一个呃另一个刚才提到的在线的资源。那我们后期呢也会专门给家长组织一个信息分享
So these are all the different ways that someone can show how much they love the subject they want to study at university. 那这些呃，刚才提到这几点呢，都能非常好的展呃展现出孩子在大学当中学习这个专业的一个热情，一个专注度。Now on to extracurricular activities. So extracurricular activities, like I said, might be、um, sporting one. It might be、uh, chess. It might be yoga. Something to give them a little bit more of a dynamic personality to jump off that page. 那接下来呢，是我们刚才提到的课外活动。这个课外活动就像之前我们提到，它可以包括你的运动类的活动，呃，像呃篮球呀、足球呀，还有瑜伽，还有像一些棋牌类的，比如说你象棋表现比较好等等。那这些呢，都能很好的向大学去转展示你是一个具有多样化、全面发展的这样一种特质。So examples include sports, as I said, the robotics team. It might be a beach cleanup. It might be a, a dance group. Um, or an orchestra, or a play. All of these things show that there is more to an, ac- an applicant than just studies. 那我们举个举一些例子的话，就像我们图片当中展示的，首先第一个是运动类的，然后第二个是呃像机器人类的这些机器人竞赛，第三个是去海滩边捡捡垃圾，呃，第四个舞蹈，第五个乐团乐团展示，然后第六个是一个音乐剧的表演。But what importantly this all shows is teamwork. It shows that This applicant can work well with others, whether it be in a leading capacity or as in being able to work in a team to follow a leader. It all shows an excellent way that they might work at university. 那这样的一些活动呢，能够非常好的展示出孩子是不是有团队合作的精神，看你在一个团队当中有没有可能去领导一个团队，或者你在团队当中作为一个组员的话，有没有能力去遵循领导的一个指挥。Further curricular activities. It might be a solo pursuit. It might not be teamwork. So it might be a musical instrument. It might be getting really, really good at their artwork. It might be this crocheting genius. I don't know if you've seen him. He's a 12-year-old boy、um, who was originally from Ethiopia, but is turning crocheting mad, and he's now raising huge amounts of money and sending it back to his village and building libraries as a result. 那刚才我们的几个活动呢，展现出的是团队合作的精神。那有些同学呢，他可能更加倾向于展示自己个人的一些能力。那在在这一块的话，他可以展示自己的一些乐器方面的一些才能，或者说自己在艺术呀、绘画这方面的一些才能，或者说我们这张图片当中这个十二岁的小男孩，他自己是创、呃、做了一个项目，呃，造在世界各地建造图书馆，在这方面也是获得了非常大的一个成就。这也是在他未来申请大学的时候很好的加分项。It might be tennis. It might be、uh, writing, sorry, learning coding to create an app, or it might be swimming. So those are fairly individual pursuits、um, that don't show teamwork. But what they do show is dedication. 那还有我们有学生可能网球方面有特长，这个也可以也可以提。还有一种就是我们可以在呃学生有这个计算机编程的能力。还有一种就是学生有游泳的。呃，这样一种坚持，那所有这些体现个人能力的项目呢，它都是传递了一种信息，就是学生在这个领域有一定持久的专注度。I had an ex-student who was not the most academic; she was fairly average in her、um, grades, but she was an excellent swimmer, and she had gotten up at 4:30 every day from the age of 11 to swim, and that was taken, that was written about in her personal statement, and that showed huge amounts of dedication. And she successfully got onto the course that she wanted to. 
。那我们老师刚才也举了一个例子，之前呢有一个学生，他成绩方面其实是处于中等的一个情况，但是呢他游泳方面的才能是非常好的，他每天早上四点半就开始去游泳，呃，这个是从他十一年级的时候很小年级的时候就已经开始在坚持的一件事情。那他在申请大学的时候也把这一点写进了自己的个人陈述当中，成很好的把自己对于游泳这件事情的坚持表现了出来。那事后呃之后呢，他也是因为这样的一个呈现，很好的申请到了自己想去的大学。Um, just to give you a bit of a student comparison, so you can have a little read of、um, two different types of students. 那接下来呢，我们给家长举两个例子，看一下两个学生之间的对比。Okay, I want you to have a think. Which student looks better? Is it student A or student B? Pretend you are the university admissions officer. 那现在呢，就有请我们在座的家长自己把自己想象成大学生请官。当你收到这两位同学的一个申请的时候，我们呃，我们家长是想选哪一个学生呢 ？Okay, hands up if you think student A. 呃，想选学生 A 的第一个学生的家长可以举一下手。And student B. 那选第二个学生的家长。Excellent. It is student B because we want quality over quantity. Okay, this person they did six years of kayaking, so it shows that they've got that dedication. Whereas student A, they've done a year of this and a year of that, and it hasn't really shown that they've seen an activity through. 呃，也恭喜我们各位家长啊，举手展示的这个情况，答案也跟我们大学生有关的想法是一样的。这两个学生在对比的时候，我们大学也是会选择第二个学生，因为第二个学生我们可以看到他有六年皮划艇的这样一个经历，还有五年钢琴啊等等这些经历，能够很好的体现出他对自己兴趣爱好的一个坚持。而像第一个学生的话，他有呃各方面的兴趣爱好虽然很广泛，但是只有一年一两年的这样一个坚持的程度。So that's what student B shows. They show commitment, drive, and、um, they stuck true to what they want. They haven't tried lots of different things. They just know I like my kayaking. I like my piano playing. I don't need to take up anything else because those two activities make me very happy. 那我们所以可以看到这两个学生的对比之间得出一个结论，就是我们在发展兴趣爱好项目上边，永远都是质量大于呃质量大于数量的。我们通过这些的展示，可以能很好的向升学官指呃展现出自己对于这件事情的一个专注度、一个承诺，还有发自内心的一个兴趣和爱好，以及对于这个专业的热情。Just to tell you a story here, just to make sure, if your child has been playing the piano or violin or whatever、um, for a number of years and they want to give up, this does not mean that you say no. You've got to stay playing this because it shows dedication. If they hate it, please don't make them do it. 嗯，那就简单说一下啊，比如说我们呃家长有孩子可能学钢琴啊、小提琴学了五六年了，然后呃想想放弃也不是不可以啊，但是如果如果孩子确实不喜欢学这个事情，他想放弃的话也是可以的。I was made to take the piano from four to the age of sixteen, and I wanted to give up at about ten years old. And my mum was going, "No, you've got to stay with it. You've got to show this, you know that."、Um, so, but it took me another four years to convince her. No, sorry,、uh, six years to convince her to let me stop because I didn't enjoy it anymore. 那老师自己举了个一个例子，也是自己是他自己也是从四岁到十六岁都一直在练呃练这个钢琴，呃其实他到十岁的时候就已经想放弃了，所以十到十六岁的六年时间，他一直在劝他家长，呃说自己不想学这个东西了，但是他父母也是一直希望他能继续学下去，所以也给他施加了比较多的压力。Okay, so how do you, how can you help as parents? How can you help your children?、Um, Sort of nourish their interests. 
So these are all the things that you can do. But the main thing is that last one. Let them decide what they enjoy. 那我们作为家长的话，怎么去帮助孩子培养的兴趣，培养自己的兴趣爱好呢？那我们这一页当中也是提了呃几个小建议。当然，其中最重要的一个就是最下边这个，让孩子自己去做决定。Some of you might think, oh, but they only like playing computer games and video games. What do I do? Is, is that does that count?、Um, I did meet a student recently who was so good at video games. He was in the top ten in China,、um, and that would make an excellent university application, actually. 那我们可能有家长看到这里就会想问说自己孩子特别喜欢打这个网游呀，打这些游戏啊，那这个算不算兴趣爱好？那其实这个就看情况了，因为我们之前也是有一个学生，他呃在网游这方面表现非常好，甚至拿到了一个全国比赛的前十名的这样一个成绩。那这个的话，对于学生写在自己的简历上也是非常漂亮的。But it's about finding a balance. 嗯，所以最重要的还是找到这个兴趣爱好和学习之间的一个平衡。Personality. Our next section. So this was what、um, I found from I think one of the university admissions officers from Stanford. Schools don't just want smart students; they want to build a class of individuals, people who are going to be team players. 那我们接下来讲下一个点就是学生的个性这一条。那这一方面呢，我们给大家展示的这段话其实是这个斯坦福的一个呃大学的招生老师来说出来的。他说，学校在招生的时候不是想要千篇一律的一个面孔，我们更多的是想要看到孩子的一个个性。Just have a read of this quote from an admissions officer from Dartmouth, and how she said, "Lots of people just seemed very nice. They seemed very good, but they were just standard positive." Not good enough to get、um, an offer. 那这一页当中呢，是这呃，这个是呃，达特茅斯学院的招生总监之前的招生总监说的一段话。那这段话呢，我们家长可以仔细仔细阅读一下。他其实最主要的一个传达的意思就是，很多学生看起来表现是非常好的，学习啊等等各方面都非常好，但是其实他只是整没有个性的话，他呈现出来只是一个一般好的这样的一个状态。So. Part of that personality is how to demonstrate individuality. So these are some examples.、Um, most of them are actually、um, my previous students. They've they've shown their different side of personalities by doing these different things. 嗯，那我们学生如何去展现出自己的个性呢？呃，我们这边也是有几个例子，各位家长可以参考一下。这几个例子也是我们老师之前自己的学生所展现出来的。So it just shows that. They're not just students who know how to study. They can do other things themselves. They are full of initiative. 那这样的一些例子和这个呃表现呢，这些活动能够很好的展现出说这个孩子不是只是学习好，只是读书好，而是能够全面的展现出孩子在其他方面的一些潜能。The X factor. This is the hardest one to quantify here. So this is what I was talking about in terms of standard positive. There's lots of people who are good. But not necessarily so good that the top universities want to give them an offer. 最后一个就是我们的之前提到的 X 因素，也就是未知因素。那这个招生呃招生的老师说的说的这句话呢，就是说呃如果不能很好的呈现出自己的个性的话，学生也只是达到一个标准的状态。And remember, fifteen applications an hour is how is how quickly how many they need to read. So four minutes in four minutes they need to be better than standard positive. 呃，要知道我们刚才提到招生官呢，他是十五呃十五分钟就要看呃一呃
要花很少的时间才呃，每一个学生的身上花时间是非常少的，可能只有四分钟的时间去读这个学生的一个简历，所以我们要很好的在利用好这四分钟的时间，把学生的个性特点全部都展现出来。Um, this is what makes them stand out. So these are student profiles. This is one of my ex-students. She was class of uh, 2018, actually. Okay. The things that made her stand out was her combination of subjects. It is very rare to have a student who is good at both the creative side in drama, the um, humanities side for English literature, and the science side for maths and physics. She was an all-round excellent student. 首先，第一个就是他的 A level 的成绩，他的学术成绩表现是非常好的。像这位学生这样，不仅能够在自呃创意类的课程，比如戏剧，还有这个文学类的，像英语文呃人文学科的英语文学这个学科，还有科学类的物理和数学等等这四个学科四大领域当中，能够取得这样好的成绩的学生，其实是非常少见的。That's a really, really rare combination of A-levels. For one thing, most students do three. She did four, and she did four incredibly well. Um, but in my 17 years of teaching, no other student has ever had this combination of A-levels. 那这个学生呢？我们他这四个学科呃科目都达到了非常高的一个成绩，也是非常少见的。他是呈现出自己全方面发展的一个状况。那像这个学生一样，选了四门课还达到最高成绩的这种学生，呃，我们老师在十七年的教学过程当中也是很少见的。But what we said is it's so much more than academics. So what else made her stand out? It was that she was incredibly well read. She did so much reading in her own time about law. 那除了学术成绩之外呢，这个学生也有很多其他的亮点。首先一个就是他在课外活呃课程活动这一方面，他是做了非常多的阅读的，呃阅读量是非常大，尤其对法律相关的知识有全面的了解。Okay, and lastly, what really really made her stand out because Oxford interview all their applicants was that her personality was just wonderful. She lit up any room that she walked into. She charmed everyone. 那除了学习以及学习之外的这些表现之外呢，这个学生还有很嗯、呃，还有其更重要的一个亮点是他的个性是非常鲜明的。我们可以看到他的个性，像真诚呀、有趣呀，这些都是很好的一个加分项。通过这样的一个个性化的呈现，打败了非常多的竞争者。Okay. And let's look at um another student profile. 嗯，我们来看第二个学生的档案。This is a student I was talking about who wrote a physics blog and submitted a paper to the University of Manchester. 嗯，那这个学生呢，就是刚才我们提到的自己做了一个物理相关博客的学生。So clearly, this student had the academics, maths, further maths, physics, and chemistry. Um, within that, that's three of the hardest A levels, and he got an A star in them. 嗯，那首先呢，这个学生也是学术成绩方面表现非常呃非常好，像 A level 的话，也是选了四门课程，并且都取得了四星的成绩。But almost all students who apply for this course, physics at UPenn, who also have the same grades. So, what made him stand out? 
。那如果在跟其他的物理呀、啊、等等这些学科同样取得四个 A 星成绩的学生比，那这个同学他的亮点在哪里 ？Okay, it was this global conference on internet governance. So what that meant was he went onto a he won、um, a competition that was led by Google、um, to this kind of youth conference.、Um, I can't remember where it was, but it was students all over the world, about four hundred different students, and they spoke about internet governance. Now that's not a topic most teenagers are comfortable talking about, but he then came back to the, our school and presented to the whole student body about his findings. 那我们这个学生的一个亮点就是他在课外活动这一项当中去参加了一个全球互联网治理会议的这样一个活动。那在这个活动当中呢，他要涉及到一些如何去呃，比如说说服政府做一些相关的哪些工作等等这些难度比较高的工作。那他为了能够很好的呈现自己呢，也是在全校学生面前去做了一个演讲呃展示，来把自己的发现全部呃一一的详细介绍给自己的同学们。He was also a student leader, so he led、uh, younger year groups into. I think he was leading the initiative on making、um, nutritional changes within the canteen. But he made a real difference to our school community. 那除此之外呢？这个学生还是呃发起了一项运动，让在学校让学校的食堂提高了学生餐饮的一个呃营养程度。这一点也是很好的体现了他的学生领导力。Okay. The thing that made him really stand out. Was like I said, this supercurricular activity. There are very, very few seventeen-year-olds who've submitted papers to universities and had them published. 那除此之外呢？最大的一个亮点还是我们刚才提到的物理学相关的这个博客。Um, and lastly, his personality. He was wonderfully articulate. He was very polite. He was also very mature in the way that he carried himself. 那除了刚才的这个博客之外呢，这个学生还在曼彻斯特大学的物理学报上发表过论文，这也是非常重要的一个亮点。那除此之外，他个人的一个个性也是非常好的，这一点也是很好的让他脱颖而出。And that's why he received the scholarship at one of the Ivy League schools. 那最后他就呃申请到了宾夕法尼亚大学的物理系，还申请到了奖学金。Okay, our next student. Is slightly different. He was not a straight A star student, but he still had a very strong application. So have a read and think about what made him be a bit different. 那接下来我们要看的这个同学呢，这个举例当中，他的学术成绩不是最突出的，但是呢，他也是最后申请到了非常好的大学。So you can see that his his IGCSE results they weren't as strong as the previous two students. His、um, A levels again weren't as strong, but he applied to one of the best sporting universities in the UK. The Loughborough University trains lots of the British Olympians, so he was entering a very, very competitive course and university. 那我们可以看到，这个学生不管是他的 IGCSE 的成绩，还是他的 A level 的成绩。都没有特别的突出，没有特别的强，但是呢，他最后还是呃以以自己的亮点申请到了英国的最好的大学之一，也就是拉夫堡大学的国际商务系。You can see that was super curricular. It's a much shorter list than the other two because I asked him. I was like, "Well, why did you want to do international business?" He's like, "Well, I'm interested in business, but couldn't say that much more." But what made him stand out was this deadlifting. So he became first in Hong Kong in his weight category for deadlifting. 
嗯，那这个学生呢，他的这个超级课程活动啊，我们刚才介绍到的这个活动，其实也是比较一般的，因为呃，可能你跟他问说为什么你想读这个专业，他可能就说，哎，你这个问题提得好，但是也没有办法去详细的做一个解释。但是呢，我们可以看到他最大的这个同学最大的一个亮点是他有拉举的这样一个特长。那他之前呢，也是在香港接受过相应的一些训练。Okay, by by winning that competition. He showed dedication. He showed hard work. He showed resilience, and those are qualities that this university were looking for in their sports people. 那他在进行呃拉举这个项目的训练的时候呢，我们呃他能够在这个申请书当中去很好的展现出自己对于这个兴趣爱好的坚持，一个专注度，呃，对于这个爱好的一个坚呃热情，还能够看到他坚韧不拔的这样一种毅力，这些也是大学升学官非常青睐的方面。So it's not all about academics. It is about finding the right university for you. Okay. So, parental support. This is what can we do, or you do, to help your child with building their university profile. They have a lot on their minds. Okay. As、uh, teenagers, they have classwork, homework, extracurricular activities. They have friends. They have chores. You know that they are very, very busy. 呃，所以说我们总结一下之前几个例子的话，我们学生在申请大学的时候，不仅仅要关注自己的学术成绩，其他的一些兴趣爱好呀等等，这些都要同样的重视起来。那接下来呢，我们来看看我们各位家长在家里可以去帮助孩子做些什么。首先，我们要认识到孩子在这个年龄段，青少年的孩子，他自己头脑当中考虑的事情是非常多的，要完成课堂的上学，要完成课后的作业，还有结交好结交一些朋友等等其他事情，我们家长也是非常清楚的。It's important to keep in mind what do we really want for our children. I've got two children too, and what I really want for them is for them to be happy. Okay, that is first and foremost the most important thing for me. And so, yes, they have a lot on their minds, and yes, there's a lot of pressure on them. So, just make sure that they do enjoy their childhood, and they also have time to relax as well. 那我们老师自己呢，也是有两个孩子，他也作为一位家长的话，他最希望的是让孩子的自己的孩子能够健康快乐的成长。那我们呃，为了能够让孩子有一个更好的未来，我们也是希望能够给孩子足够的时间，去让他们享受自己的童年。Of course, you want for the best for them. You want them to go to the best university that they can, and you want to support them best they can. But they've also they they know they feel that pressure already. They don't need additional pressure. From you as parents or us as teachers to pile it onto them because they know what their goal is. 那当然，我们作为家长的话，也是希望自己的孩子能够进入到最好的大学，去学习最好的一个专业，对他们有一个非常高的要求和期待。但是呢，孩子本身在这个阶段学习的时候，自己本身也是有非常多的压力，自己也知道要达成目标，要实现呃，要付出哪些努力，所以他呃，其实是不需要过多的家长和呃老师这边去给予他们额外的更多的负担和压力。Okay, so. University applicants are most successful when they are genuine. Okay, they've got to write their own personal statements and essays. If somebody else writes them, and I know there are lots of agents out there who offer to do this for a large sum of money, admissions officers know they can tell that it's not been written genuinely by a teenager. 那我们学生在申请大学的时候要做到以下的几点，这是非常重要的。首先，第一个，在个人陈述当中要去写下。呃，自己感兴趣的事情，而不是你觉得招生官可能想看的一些东西。我们知道这个校外也是有非常多的一些机构，他可能收家长一大笔钱，然后说我给你孩子写这个个人陈述，但是这个是非常不可取的，因为招生官一眼就能看出来哪些不是你真正自己写的。Okay. Remember, like we said at the start, 
55,000 applicants are made to Harvard every year. So those admissions officers can tell if a teenager's written it or a professional has written it. They know. They're very experienced. 那举个例子来说的话，哈佛大学一年是要收到五万五千份学生的申请，招生官一眼就能看出来哪些是青少年的孩子能写出来的文章，哪些是专业的人帮他写过的。And also, it's, a, it's got to come from the heart. It's got to come from them. They can't say, "Oh, I'm applying for economics at university because my dad wants me to." That's not going to work. That doesn't show that passion. 那当然，在申请大学的时候，呃，你在介绍自己的兴趣爱好的时候，你不能说，哎，我想，你不能就直接写我喜欢，我想学这个经济学专业，是因为我爸爸想让我学这门专业，这个是不行的，因为你这样写了就没法很好的展现出你对这个专业的热情。Okay. Okay. Admissions officers will know,、um, and they've got to be passionate. I've said this so many times. They've got to be. Absolutely loving the subject they're applying for. Otherwise, why would they want to study it for three years? 第二个就是展现出你的热情。你一定要让招生官去感受到你对这个专业、对这门学科有着真情、呃真情实意的一种热爱。不然的话，学这个专业就没有意义了。And the last one was well researched. That's the most important one. You've got to be absolutely well researched. So my aim. Um, as head of sixth form, is to get as close to 100% of the offers、um, being successful. Sorry, 100% of our、um, applications being successful on offers. Because if we apply correctly and it's well researched, then we should be getting close to 100%. 第三个家长支持这一方面呢，就是帮助孩子去做大量的研究，去广泛的研究自己要读的大学和专业。那我们作为呃，我们老师作为高中部的主任的话，也是希望我们在最终学生毕业的时候，能够拿到百分百分之百的这样一个大学的录取通知书。因为一旦我们给孩子选择了相应的合适的一个大学，并且我们提前也做了大量的准备、大量的研究的话，我们达成这个目标并不是一件难事。Okay, so this is a story about one of my other, another ex-student of mine. So in lower six, in grade eleven, she studied four A levels. Despite me saying four A levels isn't suitable, they want quality over quantity. It's better that you drop to three. 嗯，那接下来呢，我们也给家长展示另外一个例子。这个同学呢，也是老师之前带过的一个学生。呃，他在呃这个十一年级的时候。高中部低年级的时候选择了四门 A level 的课程，呃，虽然老师一直跟他说你没有必要选择四门课程，因为三门其实就已经够了，呃，最重要的是你三门拿到最高成绩就已经很好了，但是他还是选择了四门。Um, she really enjoyed、um, the first three: English literature, business studies, and geography, but she only took maths because her parents wanted her to take maths. 像这个学生呢，其实他自己最感兴趣的是前三门：英语文学、商业研究和物理。但是因为他的家人希望他去学一些数学，他就所以他第四门就选了数学。So despite、um, us as teachers advising her to not continue with maths and focus on the other three, so that she might be able to push those grades and try and achieve three A's in her、um, first three subjects, her parents didn't want her to drop, and they wanted her to continue with maths. So what happened was at the end of her grade eleven exams, she got、um, oops, she got A B B C with the C in maths and the A in English literature. 
那其实这个学生在 A Level 选课的时候，老师就已经强烈建议过他，你只要选择前三门课程就可以了，因为你努力一下的话，前三门课程都能够拿到三个 A 的成绩，这样就是一个非常好的表现。但是他的家人呢，非常希望他读数学这门学科，所以学生也是被迫选择了数学这门课。所以他本来可以三门课程拿到三 A 成绩的，最后选了四门课程之后，只拿到了呃一个 A、两个 B 和一个 C， 呃数学成绩也只拿到了 C。Um, you can see that she wanted to do business management at Queen Mary University,、um, and their entry requirements were AAB. But her parents were very keen on business management at King's, which was A Star AA. 那这个学生自己呢，在申请大学的时候，他自己有一个意向的学校是伦敦的玛丽呃玛丽女王大学，并且喜欢去学习这个大学的企业管理专业。但是呢，这个家长就是想让自己的孩子去读呃国王学院的工商管理专业。Now looking at her grades of ABBC. That's quite far from A star AA. I would say that's too far. That's actually a waste of an application because you're only allowed to apply for five、um, in the UK in total. 那我们学生在申呃学生在申请这个家长想要让他去的这个学校的时候，他其实只能拿着 BBC 的这样一个成绩去申请这个学校。那其实对于他前一门英语文学的 A 的成绩是一个很大的浪费。So. Um, we started upper sixth, and、um, we advised her to drop one subject, and so she dropped geography because her parents wanted her to continue with maths. So her current grades at the start of grade twelve were A, B, C. 那十二年级的时候呢，我们跟学生经过慎重的讨论之后，去让他呃让他决定去掉一门学科，专心呃攻三门学科的学习。由于他的父母希望他继续学习数学学科，所以他就把地理这门课省掉了。那所以十二年级开始的时候，这三门课程它是一个 A B C 的状态。And when we applied for universities, her parents insisted that she still applies to King's College, even though there was no chance that she was going to receive an offer, and therefore a waste of one of her five applications on the UCAS system, the UK university system. 那我们在这个学生在申请大学的时候，因为他的家长还是希望他能够去读国王学院的这个专业，所以他没有办法，呃，也是最终去申请了这个学校。呃，因为英国的体制下边，你申请大学的时候能够同时申请五个学校。那当你选择了自己根本不有可能不可能进入的一个大学的时候，其实你是浪费了自己的一次选择机会的。And as predicted, she did not receive an offer from King's College, but she did. Receive an offer from Queen Mary's, which was quite good actually, because it was ABB, which is actually lower than what they stated on their、uh, website to start with. 嗯，但是我们这个学生呢，他虽然没有进入到爸妈想让他去的学校，但是自己呃去到了自己想要的这个学校的呃收到了这个学校的录取通知书。那其实他到最后这个学生，我们给他的预测分是三门学科 ABB 的这样一个成绩，他最后拿着这样的一个成绩进入到了这个大学。那这个。A B B 的成绩呢，跟这个大学官网上的对于成绩的一个要求 ，A A B 是有所下降的，有所下调。Now because she had continued with maths rather than geography, her final grades actually ended up being A B C. So she did not meet her offer for Queen Mary University, which is where she wanted to go in the first place, and she ended up going to Westminster University instead. 那这个学生最后呢，他呃。最终成绩 A level 最终成绩出来之后呢，没有达到我们给他预期的 A B B 成绩，而是取得取了一个 A B C 的成绩。那他最终还是没有达到自己想要去的玛丽女王大学的一个入学的标准，最后没有办法拿着这个成绩进到了威斯敏斯特大学就读。So looking at this and kind of using this as a story of what we can learn from it, 
was let the student continue studying what they enjoy and what they're good at. This student, she was called Gabby, Gabby did not like maths. I know this because I taught her. She did not like maths. Um, but she was made to do it, and she would have gotten a better grade had she continued with geography and made her offer for Queen Mary's. 那我们这个案例放在这里呢，主要是希望我们大家能从这个案例当中去吸取一些经验教训。呃，我们在让孩子申请呃学习一些科目的时候，一定要去让他们遵循自己内心喜欢的科目去研究、去深造。像这个例子
。那我们在申请大学的时候，仔细研究这一块要研究的第一个就是我们要给孩子找到一个最适合他自己的。呃，我们在。看这个专业的时候，要看孩子对这个专业感不感兴趣，能不能够坚持学习下去。第二个就是要看一下每周这个学习呃学习这个专业它有多少个课时，能不能允许孩子去参加其他专业的一些课程，这些都是非常重要的信息。像我们学生在申请美国大学的时候，可能也会发现，美国的很多大学它前两年是不分专业的，孩子要到第三年的时候才去细化自己的专业方向。Location, so that's about. Which country do they want to go to? The UK? Do they want to go to Canada, the US, Hong Kong, Singapore? Where do they want to go? Where would they be happy? Because right now, we're in Hangzhou, which is a city of 10 million. If they suddenly went to Swansea University in Wales, well, that's got a population of about—I'm not really sure—maybe about 15,000 as a university population. That's quite small. It might be a bit too much of a culture shock for them, and they won't be happy there. 那第二个要考虑的因素就是这个国家、这个城市，呃，这个选址。孩子是要去，是自己想去英国呢、美国呢、加拿大、新加坡、香港呀等等这些国家和地区呢，还是想去其他的一些地方？那在调研的时候，还要考虑到一些呃学生个人的一个意愿和兴趣爱好。It、seems really silly to say this, but I always say to my Chinese students, going. Is there a Chinatown? Have they got decent Chinese food there? Because that's what makes them feel. Happy and, and less homesick. 那有些学生呢，他选址的时候可能也要看一下这个大学跟前有没有好的中餐馆，因为吃点中餐的话就会减少自己想家的这样，呃，缓解一下自己的思乡之情。Okay, and travel as well. Are they near an airport so that they can fly back、um, easily, or do they have to drive for four and a half hours first before they can reach the airport before they can fly back? So these are things that you need to think about as well, not just、um, the university course itself. 那除了刚呃，除了之前我们第一点提到的这个课程的选择之外呢，我们也要考虑到刚才的一些呃，像一些选址呀、生活过生活方面的一些需要呀等等，这些都是要纳入到自己申请大学的时候考虑范围的。University type and size. So we're in quite a small school at the moment in Huili. There are about 350 students.、Um, University of Leeds, for example, is about 20,000 students. That might be again a culture shock. I went to Edinburgh University, and my lecture hall housed 400 students in one go. So I was one of 400 students. Would your would your child be happy going from being in a class of 10 or 15 to then being one of 400, or would they prefer a smaller、um, cohort? 第三个考虑的因素就是大学的一个类型。呃，学生是想去位于城市的一个大学呢，还是位于呃？可能比较相间的这样的一些大学，呃，这些都是要考虑的一个因素。因为像课程的量的话，有一些大学它的一些专业是小课授课的，有一些大学是大课授课的。可能呃，有一些学校是十五个人，是四十五个人一个班；有些学校这个专业可能就是一百多个人来上这节课，这些都是要考虑的因素。Okay, social life and support. Again, for my Chinese students, I always think. Is there a Chinese society there? So in Edinburgh, there was a big Chinese society, and we celebrated Chinese New Year.、Um, but things like that make students feel more settled in where they live. 第四点就是学生的社交以及这方面的一个支持。那我们中国的学生可能也会经常问到：我去到这个城市、这个国家的话，会不会当地有没有呃这个华人社团？我们可以一起参加一下，大家一起共同庆祝一些中国人的传统的佳节等等。这个也是考虑因素之一。
You also have universities which have different reputations. So, for example, um, Santa Barbara in America, that's a party university. Would your child be happy going to a party university or would you be happy with them going to a party university? Or would you rather they went to one of the um, universities in California where they're a bit more focused, like Irvine, and they kind of are a bit more studious and less party, maybe more dinners and coffee? 那还有一点就是，我们呃，美国可能有一些呃，美国的有一些学校，它是非常社交方面非常有名的，可能学生进去之后就整天都在派对啊，这样的活动会呃活动会比较多。那么孩子会不会喜欢这样的一个环境？家长希不希望他去参加一些呃去到这样一种氛围的学校去进行学习？或者说还是想让学生去像呃学术氛围比较浓呃比较浓的这个加利福尼亚这啊等等这些区域去学习？这些也是考虑的一个因素，就是这个大学的校风和整个氛围也是重要的因素。The lectures. How many lectures do they get a week? If you're going to be paying at least a hundred thousand RMB a year for university tuition fees, you want to get good money's worth. And would just three hours a week of lectures be enough? 那呃，之后是这个讲座。那我们家长也是知道，这个讲座的话，有一些可能要呃。呃，学生进入到这个学校之后呢，我们家长也是付比较昂贵的入学费用的。那进去之后呢，学校有没有提供足够的一些学术啊等等各方面的讲座来拓展学生的视野？这一点也是要去提前调研的。So this is just a small diagram to hopefully explain um and summarize my message here. I want the students to be happy. If they're happy studying the course that they love, they'll study more. The more they study. The better academic results they achieve, which will in turn make them happy, and therefore making it an upward cycle. 那这个小图呢，我们主要是总结一下刚才所说到的几点，就是第一点，我们希望我们的孩子能够在呃高校的生活当中是快乐的，能够快乐的去成长。那一旦他在学习的过程当中找到了自己的热情和兴趣，那么他就能够在这种指引之下取得一个更好的学术方面的成绩。那之后呢，就能够有一个更好的学习的氛围和环境。呃，这三点结合在一起的话，孩子就能够得到一个更好的发展。Okay, and thank you very much. It's lovely to see you all. 那我们今天的展示就到这里，谢谢大家。